Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good afternoon. Uh, happy Hope Day. It's the Lori and Julia Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you so much for joining us this cloudy Wednesday afternoon. Before we. Uh, Pay uh, homage to uh, Barbara Bush. I have a certain young lady who right now is listening to us in Phoenix, Arizona. So if I don't do this, I'll be in big trouble. Oh, big, go Molly. big trouble. Go, yes. Oh. Here we go. Go, 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 go Molly. It's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. Coming in the club. Happy birthday, Moo. Ah, Love you. That's so sweet. That is sweet. 25. Oh, quarter of a century. Yeah. Baby. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so thanks for letting me do that. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Donnie, and happy birthday, Molly. So, yes. We met her when she was like 13 or something. Uh, uh, not even that old. Do the math harder. <laughs> Well, she wasn't even, yeah, she was less than a, a she teen. She drew us pictures, if yeah, you did. remember way yeah, back when. Molly, gosh, how yeah. cute. I know. Um, well, in case you were somehow not tuned into the news or whatever, uh, Barbara, we talked about former First Lady Barbara Bush going into comfort care. She had congestive uh, heart, heart failure. failure. She's 92 years old, and she did pass away at home, surrounded by her family. Of course, tributes. We're pouring in from, you know, our current president, former presidents, all kinds of people. There's some sweet stories. She and George, uh, uh, her husband, the 41, they're married 73 years, the longest. That's amazing. Of any presidential Mm -hmm. uh, couple. They met when she was 16. Let's, we've got a little audio from the Today Show I think we used. This morning, Barbara Bush, wife of the 41st president, mother of the 43rd, is being remembered as an American icon. The most poignant tribute coming from her husband of 73 years. George Bush's chief of staff telling reporters the 41st president, of course, is brokenhearted to lose his beloved Barbara. He held her hand all day today and was at her side when she left this good earth. Adding, he also is being stoic and strong and is being lifted up by his large and supportive family. Other members of the Bush family also honoring the matriarch of a political dynasty. Eldest son, George W. Bush, saying, Laura, Barbara, Jenna, and I are sad, but our souls are settled because we know hers was. Hailing his mother as a woman unlike any other. Mom kept us on our toes and kept us laughing until the end. I'm a lucky man that Barbara Bush was my mother. Jeb Bush echoing his brother, recalling their mom as the exceptionally gracious, gregarious, fun, funny, loving, tough, smart, graceful woman who is the force of nature known as Barbara Bush. President Trump, who battled the former Florida governor during the 2016 Republican nomination, calling Mrs. Bush an advocate of the American family and praising her work to promote literacy. Democrats also offering glowing tributes. Barack and Michelle Obama calling Mrs. Bush the rock of a family dedicated to public service. Bill and Hillary Clinton praising Mrs. Bush's grit and grace, brains and beauty. With the 42nd president recalling how their families became close after the bitter 1992 election. 
Barbara joked that George and I spent so much time together, I had become almost a member of the family, the black sheep that had gone astray. Overnight, baseball fans at Texas A&M University pausing for a moment of silence. Well-wishers leaving flowers outside George W. Bush's presidential library. Mrs. Bush will lie in repose this Friday at St. Martin's Episcopal Church in Houston, where she was a parishioner for years. Her funeral, which is invitation only, will also be held there at the church before she is laid to rest at the George Bush Presidential Library in College Station, Texas, where her daughter Robin is buried. She died at the age of six of leukemia, and uh, that is, of course, where she will, where she will be buried, and also her husband eventually. Will and it's kind mm -hmm. of surprising. I always felt like George, her Would husband, he seemed to be in more frail health. Yes. He's been hospitalized multiple times. Mm -hmm. But can you imagine being married to somebody no. 73 years? No. There were a lot of uh, cute stories. And she did sometimes, you know, put her foot in her mouth and say uh, things. But uh, they showed an interview from something and she was like, I had to be the disciplinarian. Yes. My husband got to be the fun one and mm -hmm. I was the one and we just had so many kids and also they showed a clip. I I thought her daughter was three when she died of leukemia. Same, I thought she was. But, but either way, three right. or six, you know, a sad thing. But anyway, so uh, that was that was interesting just to, you know, they dig in the archives and they show the photo. She was only 16 and George was 18 and they met at like a, a dance. A dance. And they couldn't waltz. A waltz came on. Neither of them could waltz. So they had to sit down and get to know each other. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. So sweet. Yeah. And he kissed her that night and he wrote to his mom about it. Here's what she said during the inaugural week, um, their first, you know, when they were in. When in 1989, yeah, mm -hmm. she made unmistakable digs at her predecessor. Predecessor. Thank you, especially by spoofing her own clothes. Please note, hairdo, makeup, designer dress. Look at me good this week because it's the only week. <laughs> <laughs> she was just, she had no, she was she, she, she didn't care about that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, here's something I care about. It is on national news. It's front page of the paper. It's in, I'm sure there's going to be a dateline. This woman from southern Minnesota from Blooming Prairie, the woman who's wanted in two killings, mm -hmm. this Lois Reese. If I hear one more story, call her a cherubic grandmotherly <laughs> type. If she was a man that had in cold blood killed, killed. Uh, she's What's 56 years old. Her name is Lois Reese. It's front page of the paper. Um, the town of Blooming Prairie, not the way we wanted to be on the map. There, right. It's all they talk about. It's a town of 2,000 people. But she shot her husband multiple times in the chest. Left, she embezzled money from her sister who's disabled, drove, got to Florida, killed a woman for her identity. But I'm, it drives me crazy that yeah, they call her a grandma, a cherubic grandma. They would never say this about a, a man that he's a grandpa. Yeah, you're or, 100% right. Yeah, or if it was a woman of color that was doing this, I just feel like it's like it's softening. But is it because she looks so unlikely it to be? It doesn't matter. matter. Uh, uh, you don't there's hear. Enough, I've read enough of these uh, these FBI profiler oh, stories. Remember when we had Pat Brown on? Oh, the yeah. Profiler. She said uh -huh. if somebody is like this, that they could do this, their personality is like set in stone by the time they're five. Right. To be oh, this right. awful. To be this awful. Right. To be this uncaring. I mean, she. the town wants answers where she's from. She's probably on her way to Mexico if she's not in Mexico already. But I personally want to see her put on the FBI Most Wanted 
and but not captured. as a grandmother. Not yeah. I just I I am like, why are they? Why why that description? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you know, like copy. like because it, it try it does try to soften it a little bit yeah. when she's a she's a killer. She is, she is a, killer, a killer. And she, she is, befriended a woman and then shot her, her in identity. the heart and took her identity and yeah. got me. I mean, this is not. This isn't uh, this a is safe no, woman. This is no kind of grandmother that I know. I mean, no. grandmothers no. give kisses and they yeah. bake cookies and they're sweet to you and they give you five dollars on your birthday. Yes, no. Julia. <laughs> these are these are grandmotherly ways. Anyway, it's a, it is weird that yeah. she's described as that when she is such a cold-hearted killer. Yes, yeah, thank you. So are. I'm glad. Yeah. Do you feel anyway, better, Ryan well, Murphy? D- are you listening? We yeah. have another series for you. Oh well, well. <laughs> but remember Andrew Cunanan. I mean, he didn't even make uh, the FBI Most Wanted list killed four people men including mm-hmm. uh, you know, two guys had been in the military and it wasn't until he killed versace that right. uh he made the fbi most wanted so i'm just... well there were a lot of systems that didn't talk to each other back in That's the day true. yeah there was a yeah. lot of that yeah. going on well yeah all right listen we come back a to lot of faxing Lori. a story we can't get enough of Thanks for hanging out with us on this Wednesday, this HEPA hemp day. Uh, well, seemingly out of nowhere, the Carver County attorney um, released a statement this morning saying that Carver County attorney Mark Metz will announce his charging decision on Thursday, April 19th at 1130 a.m. Central Standard Time as to whether or not anyone will be charged in the death of of Prince, Prince. Rogers mm, wow. Nelson. Really? Oh. Yeah. Uh, the statement adds County Attorney Metz will articulate the legal status Which, but, okay. of the matters, but will not take media questions following the announcement. Oh. So, anyway, Ooh, well, that's, we're going to have a decision finally. Uh, yeah. I mean, this has been. I, we'll going find on out for whether years. or not someone will be charged, charged. In, in the death of uh, legendary. Yeah. And wow. so that's happening. That's and, tomorrow. Yes, that's mm-hmm. tomorrow morning. And yesterday, People Magazine sent out a teaser email for their most beautiful woman in the world issue. Remember last year, it was Julia Roberts. Yes. And I know we, they described <laughs> this year's choice as a performer, mother and role model whose honesty, humor, confidence and sheer star, star power makes her one of the most beloved entertainers on the planet. I thought for sure it was going to be Celine Dion. Oh, interesting. In that description. Yeah, in that description. Because okay. Celine Dion has, you know, I mean, she was married for such a long time, lost her husband, had the two younger boys. Right. She is a beloved, I mean, entertainer. And right. then maybe, you know, Beyonce got it a few years ago. Um, and so, uh, but this year's Most Beautiful Woman is Pink and Pink, we posted the cover. Right. She shares the cover with her two kids, her daughter Willow, Willow and her son, who's Jameson. like a, Jameson, like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, take a look. The cover is it's, really it's so cute. It is so cute. And the headline is "How I'm Raising Strong Kids." Uh, People Magazine seem to this most beautiful issue is devoted to mothers because yeah. it's like uh, Kelly Clarkson, Courtney Cox, mm-hmm. Olivia. Wild Amy, well Amy Schumer, kids, but she's Julia got a movie. Roberts, yep, mm-hmm. Priyanka Chopra, Mindy Kaling's a new mom. 
Meghan Markle. Markle. She's going to be a princess. Jennifer yeah. Lopez. She's yeah. a mom. Yep. So anyway, so let's play. Here's a little audio. Uh, I think this is from GMA. From beautiful trauma to beautiful issue. Singer Pink gracing the cover of People Magazine's coveted annual issue. Pink embodies these qualities of humor and honesty and bravery. Not only is Pink physically beautiful, but there's a real soul to her. The radiant rock star posing with her two kids gets candid about raising them to be strong and fearless. This is the first time that we've put a celebrity and her kids on the cover. I think what's on a lot of women's minds right now is how do I talk to my kids about what's happening in the world? Pink sharing her message of beauty and acceptance at last year's MTV VMAs. After revealing that her six-year-old daughter Willow had recently confided in her about concerns about her own physical appearance. And she said to me out of the blue, Mama, say yes baby. She said, I'm the ugliest girl I know. Pink using it as a teachable moment while accepting an award. We don't change. We take the gravel in the shell and we make a pearl. And we help other people to change so that they can see more kinds of beauty. That is a perfect thing to tell a little girl. It's so wise and it's so funny and it's so pink. Fan favorite stars without makeup returns. Allison Brie and Issa Rae getting real about what makes them beautiful. I feel like my sincerity lies in my eyes. 2018 is, of course, shaping up to be a news-making year for Meghan Markle, who landed a spot on the list, while Tiffany Haddish strikes a pose with her nine-year-old rescue pooch, Sleeper. Our own Robin Roberts shining bright in the issue. We really wanted to celebrate men and women who have a kind of strength and humanity to them that we wanted to hold up and admire. So there you go. So it'll be a big issue of People Magazine. I do like these special issues. You do when they're not about weight loss. No, that's the only one I hate. It comes at the end of August, I swear to God. No, January. January, and you hate it, hate it, hate it. Well, how many stories can you read about inspirational weight loss of people you don't know? And even if they are people you do know, right. I, I, my eyes are just glazing over. Not that I don't appreciate the struggle. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. But I don't appreciate the... the um, you just don't care. No, I don't. Although that's I like the, to look at the photos. I do too. That's always the, the best well, see, part of that issue. I know, but even this one, you know, pink with her kids. Uh-huh. They're so cute. It's um, it, it, it's a good a it's a good woman. pick. I yeah. just thought for sure it was going to be Celine, right? But Pink has had a, a great year. She has. She should have, you know, had the Super Bowl instead of just the Armory. But that is a whole nother topic. She was sick, so we're lucky she yeah, didn't, Lori, so. because so. she wouldn't have been able to perform. She's been struggling with her voice this year, yeah, and getting sick a lot. And then that which happens when you have little kids, true, you get sick. 
a lot. I know about yes. this, Julia. You do know about that. I do. I know about this because I'm a glamour. Yeah. Even though it still comes as a shock that a woman who's never had children is suddenly in the glamour ma role. But I'm really keeping it to the 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 strong lane that I've had with my nieces and nephews <laughs> oh my and my bonus kids, and that is. I'm the fan, you know, I'm the fun one. The Let's mm-hmm. shop or shop in my jewelry or play with clothes or I'll buy you stuff or we'll, you know, I'll feed you. That's a great lane, I'm a, I'm a, I, It's a great I like lane. To, I'll take them like I went went to Frozen, mm-hmm. you know, even though I was a little bit, you know, for clamped when I got, I was with the kids for alone for like seven minutes. That was panic <laughs> at the disco. <laughs> Honestly, you just can't make this up. No, you can't. And no. so... So it's I like the glamorous parts yes. of glamine. As because, one would. Yeah, I because, think that's the struggle because we were listening that um, George well, Bush said about his mom, Barbara, that she was the disciplinarian. Dad was the fun one. Yeah, but as a grandmother, you she get wouldn't you you, get to be so you fun. Do you don't have you to want. have the worry. This no, is what don't. everyone... And I think the first person I ever heard call herself glamour was Goldie Hawn. Mm-hmm. Then Nene Leakes started using it. And so I thought, well, if those two can use it, I why mean, not? Why not? Because you it's can't be funny. How do you be a grandmother if you've never been a mother? Oh, dear. You know, it's an age old question. Lori, people it? ask that. <laughs> and people ponder that a lot. <laughs> yeah, say without, think, can you be a grandfather a lot, if you're never a I know so many years a grandmother without being a mom. I mean, there are people, sure. and I don't yeah. know if they all have fancy names, but it is something. Yeah. I know when my mom first became a grandma, she wanted to be called Grammy. She yeah. didn't want grandma. Yeah. She didn't feel like yeah. a grandma. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just kind of funny. And then other people have funny names that their kids just call them because yeah, they can't say I their called name. My, uh, I called my grandma, my one grandma, uh, Libby, because I couldn't yeah. say grandma. And the other one, we called her Fudge because she was um, Why? a heavier set woman who made big pans of fudge every Sunday. I miss a pan of fudge. Yeah. I used to make fudge for presents. Yes, and she made it every Sunday to go oh. with the roast beef dinner. So we <laughs> called her Grandma Fudge. And we had a Lulu. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. a good. Name too. Everyone has everyone has different names. Okay, so you know, um, we have a couple minutes before the break. There's CBS has mentioned they put out their list of what's getting cut. So Leah Remini is out of a job. Um, what is being oh, cut? What and about what's being Kevin? Cut? Yeah, that. Um, so here's what they uh, are canceling: is that Kevin Can Wait is being canceled? Oh, wow, that's a surprise. I am. I am agreeing with that, Donnie. Oh, huh. The rookie drama instinct. Instinct. Oh, that's yeah. the one with uh, Ellen Cummings. Yeah. Oh, that didn't last long. They no. say they're on the bubble, but they don't know which way they are going to go. But we'll, we'll see. But they've renewed Hawaii Five-0, Madam Secretary, Bull, um, you know, MacGyver, Blue Bloods, NCIS, 60 Minutes, Young Shelton. So yeah. those are things. So we're going to hear. It's probably time to pull the plug on some others. So we'll be hearing about other shows. Yeah. But I mean, when's the last time you tuned into a CBS show? What is one that you watch? Um. I'd like to. Ma- I, I know my I mom loves Madam Secretary. And, and my, minutes, yeah, yeah, and I know I watched 60 Minutes. They renewed yeah. 60 Minutes. Of course. Big surprise. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I I, have instinct. I have four of them taped, but I haven't watched one yet. Erase. Now you can. You don't so, need to yeah, bother. I know. Just erase. Yeah, forget All it, right. Jules. All right, listen, we come back. We're talking with best selling author. She's up on all the trends. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. There are things you need to know. Trending online this afternoon, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. 
The official trailer for the upcoming summer blockbuster movie is out. And Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is in theaters on June 22nd. Also trending online this afternoon, Alinea, the famed Chicago restaurant, has been named the world's best restaurant by Elite Traveler. Also, the Rocky Mountains trending this afternoon as an 87-year-old millionaire has buried treasure in the Rocky Mountains and now he's offering a clue. Here's your clue on where you can find the buried treasure. Begin, begin it where warm waters halt and take it in the canyon down. Not far, but too far to walk. Put in below the home of Brown. Has this guy been doing this for a while? Yeah, he's been doing this for That's a while, but now he's offering a big clue. That was your clue that has just been published. Okay. Yeah, now I won't go be here gr- tomorrow. Okay, bye. I'll be following that clue. <laughs> yeah, Donnie. Donnie's digging for buried no, treasure. Not, that that no. will never happen. Um, also trending online this afternoon, Dumb and Dumber. Jim Carrey crashed. His Dumb and Dumber co-star Jeff Daniels' Conan interview. And, well, it's like Lloyd and Harry never separated at all. That's us trending here my talk. Your forecast brought to you by the Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. The uh, skies will start to clear overnight. 24 for the low tomorrow. Sunny and 46 right now. 36. Here at my talk. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. As always, uh, here at the Lori Julia Show, we love to bring you wonderful books and great authors. And we have best-selling author uh, Camille Pagan with us. And her latest book, Woman Last Seen in Her 30s, is absolutely terrific. Thanks for being with us, Camille. Thanks so much for having me. Thrilled to be here. Oh. Hi, Camille. What a great book. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. It, 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 you know what? It made us laugh and it made us cry and it felt very, very real. Uh, Julie and I are ladies of a certain age. You know, yes. we've probably passed into what the invisible age is, although different people realize it at different times. That's and right. I remember when I had my, uh, I, I was at Nordstrom and this would be maybe 10 years ago mm-hmm. and I didn't have makeup on and I used to be able to like go out without makeup makeup and I walked by myself in a mirror and I'm like who the hell is that I didn't even recognize myself Camille and I was like whoa oh so funny so this book um you know women um last seen at the age Lori what's the title woman last seen in her 30s please describe the setup of the story for us so this is a story about Maggie Harris who has a safe secure life and that life falls apart uh very suddenly when her husband is almost 30 years announces that he wants to leave her. And although that's terrible, it kind of leads to a deeper problem, which is that Maggie has become invisible, maybe to the world, but most definitely to herself Mm -hmm. and the people closest to her in life. And so what follows is, uh, as you said, sad but funny um, and ultimately uplifting journey of finding herself again at this second act in life. And, and, you know, this... The genesis of this book was something that actually happened to you. Was it? That's right. That's right. Yeah, I was grocery shopping and a college-age man bumped into me and then went on his merry way and he didn't apologize and I realized that he had just looked right through me. Yeah. And I thought um, something my grandmother had said to me years ago came back to me and that was that it's better to be an old woman than a woman in the middle <laughs> because people will stop paying attention to you for a while. Yeah. And um, and so from that incident, the entire idea for this book was born. 
Well, that it's, is that is interesting. And also, though, it's a common story, and it can work <laughs> both ways, but we see it more often happen with, 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 with a guy, yeah, in, a, in a, this, a straight relationship that the man has a midlife crisis, mm-hmm. decides that if he gets a younger woman, his wiener will work better, <laughs> and... <laughs> And it's subconscious. You know, and, yeah. and, or whatever, but I mean, it's a subconscious thing. It's a real hormonal thing. Sometimes women will break up with somebody in a, mm-hmm. in a perimenopausal rage. And my dad always says, people need to wait for their hormones to settle down before they make breakup decisions because that really is kind of what is going on with her husband. And she never dreamt yeah. that would be the thing to happen. That's yeah, a common it's a experience. Stage. Yeah, it's a tender stage in life. I mean, we pay so much attention to puberty and, you know, becoming a, a young adult and all these other things. But I think that that transition is hard on a lot of people, men and women. And nobody and, talks about it, the hormonal no. thing that happens to people, men and women in their, for most people, it's like late 40s mm-hmm. is the typical, but it depending on family. And people don't talk about that second not adolescence, but it is a huge hormone uh, crash, and then things change in your skin and all that stuff. And but okay. your your Maggie is um, she's a girl after our own heart. We could really relate to her. Yeah, just who she is. Uh, worrying about her life, her children, and not worrying about her. You know, right. really thinking about her relationship as as much. Yeah, I, I really loved writing Maggie. She's probably my favorite character that I've ever written. And I also, just as a reader, not even a writer, I wanted to read a book about a woman who is not in her 20s. I just felt like I was coming across so many books like that. And I mm-hmm. thought, well, maybe I'll write a different one. And Maggie is oh, so many things that we can recognize in ourselves. She's a caregiver. She's um, really funny and wry and, and just makes things happen. But all of that comes with a heavy dose of anxiety because you're worrying about everyone but yourself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I kind of notice. so I got divorced recently, and mm-hmm. um, I'm in my 50s, and I could see a part of me in this, you know, mm-hmm. how you talk about when you get divorced and you're looking back. And, and one of my hardest things, and still is kind of a challenge, is to figure out who I am now as a single person mm-hmm. and what are my yeah. hobbies. And what do I like to do outside of being a parent or being a wife or not that I was good at any of that, obviously, but I mean, you know, (laughs) but you know, you start to wonder who, what do I even like to do? So, right, because it's so easy to grow yourself around another person. And so your interests shift in a way that reflects your partner. And then without them, it's like, who am I? It's really oh. weird, and I and I do vividly remember a woman that came on our show. We've been on the air for quite a while at the very early years, talking about the first time when she became invisible. She was a very oh. beautiful woman, and the first time someone looked through her. And that yeah. experience, that is an eye-opener, and it's one mm-hmm. of those things like, wow, that's how that feels. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so relatable. But she finds herself again, Mm -hmm. and she sees herself. And the journey you take us on as the writer is really good. I'm curious about this is um, this is uh, towards the end of your book, and I'm just wondering if this is was shared to you by someone. And I quote: "I once read the recipe for a good life had but three ingredients: something to do, someone to love, and something to look forward to. And that's such good advice. Did did someone give you that advice? 
I read that somewhere years ago, and when I looked it up, I couldn't find it. Okay, <laughs> but like, did I did I make that up in my head? But it it really is. Um, it's good advice. It is something to do, someone to love, and something to look forward mm-hmm. to. I just I love that, and I I also a, a side bar of your story about Maggie is the continual influence of your mother on your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's true for most of us uh, that. Those voices, you know, what your mother tells you, and maybe even your grandmother, the women in your life, they shape your opinions and your choices, sometimes in a good way and sometimes in a bad way. Mm -hmm. Maggie's mother had the same anxiety problem and really cautioned her to take the safe route in life, but she was a wonderful mother, too, so. Yeah. So if you're just joining us, we're talking with Camille um, Pagan, Pagan, Uh, and mm -hmm. it's Woman Last Seen in Her 30s. It's a wonderful book. I'm curious, you know, you've been out on your book um, tour, Camille, what, what are women coming up and saying to you? Because one of the, the big aha things that I think is happening everywhere right now is women are really starting a lot of new things at 50. They're starting new mm-hmm. businesses. They're starting, you know, new different things and new challenges. And it's kind of like it's the a revitalization fu- of it, women. It's the most fun years. It, no, mm-hmm. you can't believe that that's going to be true, but it is. I think it's so exciting. You know, so many of my colleagues and friends of mine are in their 50s right now. And, you know, as I was writing this book, at first I was noticing negative things happening. You know, women being ignored at the gym, being ignored at the grocery store. But I also work as a journalist, and I know that if you only look for one thing, that's what you'll see. And so I started looking around more broadly and realized there were all these women right in front of me doing amazing things, and those are the role models that you want to look to. I really think times have changed very quickly over the past couple decades, and, you know, you don't have any limits anymore, which is thrilling. Yeah. Do you you find that it's happening, as a journalist, do you find that it's happening more for women than it is for men? I do. I do. I do speak with more women than men, but I interview a good number of men, too, and Women, I think it's like we just saw the sky, you know. (laughs) Right. (laughs) We're not held back anymore. It's a mm -hmm. really wonderful time for us, even though it it has its challenges. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, We're curious. Um, The book that made you famous, we haven't read, but we are intrigued. And we just want to know what it's about. (laughs) Life and other near-death experiences. Is that Uh, an essay book? No. No, It's it's a fiction book. It's about a woman who is diagnosed with a, um, a terrible form of cancer, a rare cancer, and she goes home to tell her husband, and he misunderstands her distress and reveals to her that he is gay. And so she reacts very strongly. She lost her own mother to cancer yeah. and runs away to Vieques, which is an island in Puerto Rico where her mother um found peace okay we are so reading that book now camille we gotta read we like (laughs) your covers and we we feel just terrible that we haven't read any of your books when you're like people love your story so i'm glad we discovered you now okay so we have a question um camille that we ask all of our authors what is Mm -hmm. the last great book that you read Oh, my goodness. I have a great one for you. Madeline Miller's Circe. I finished it last night, and it is a retelling of the Greek mythology tale of Circe, who's a sorcerer witch who's exiled to an island, and it was just phenomenal. A page-turner that was very beautifully written, too, so... 
Is that a new book? Do you think is that a new book? Brand new. Oh, it is. Donnie? Came out on Tuesday. Okay. Oh, Donnie, here's Lori. Donnie, get it. on it. Okay. You, Donnie's already on it. <laughs> yeah. He found you for us, Camille. Camille, do you do you write Thanks, for uh, do you write for um, just newspapers, magazines? Who do you where can we read you? Well, I write for magazines and a lot of online outlets. So WebMD, I do a lot of content for them. Health magazine. Okay. I do the occasional piece for Time. Um, I have a piece forthcoming in the New York Times, which I'm really excited about. What's that, that about? That is about um, health disparities uh, for women, like why our doctors don't take us seriously, yeah, essentially, and how to get them to listen. Well, even just in the whole hormone thing, I mean, look at how oh a guy, you know, the urology, the penises are the health of the penis is everything. <laughs> No, but Camille, it's true. Try and get a doctor to like get, help a woman with her hormones, and it's like blank looks. Oh, I know. Go to menopause.org. I write about this a lot. You do? And they have a wonderful um, physician search section. Okay. Because very few physicians are trained in hormones for yes. women, like how to handle them. But they will point you to someone who is specialized in that. Oh, that's so good because uh, there's yeah. a lot of people, ladies who suffer that don't yeah. need to. Yes, Camille, I totally agree. I hope that woman in her last scene in her 30s is optioned by someone in Hollywood. I mean, this would be, and that a 53-year-old plays it. Okay, fine. Let Sharon Stone play it. <laughs> I won't complain. Lori Turn keeps, your to God's ears. Lori's <laughs> trying to get Sharon Stone good acting parts I, I for years. To, I, I just am always on the lookout for a role for her, and I think she'd be great as Maggie in Ann Arbor in Chicago would be beautiful places to film a movie. I agree. Uh, all right. Well, Camille, fingers <laughs> crossed, you. and we're going to read your other books, and thank you so much. Oh, thanks for your time, ladies. So great to chat with you. Okay, bye-bye. Um, again, the book, Woman, Woman Last Seen in Her 30s. Maybe you've read uh, Camille Poggin, but really good. Really, really good. good. We've got a couple books to give away, 651-641-1071. And when we come back, Lorreen. Oh, we've got royal news. We do, and it's new today, we promise. <laughs> Thank you for our fanfare. We just haven't had enough royal news. And please, people, the wedding is less than a month away, May 19th. Not that we know exactly what day it is. Yeah, My mom time. and I have been discussing 6 it. 6 a.m. Yeah. She's most excited to see Megan's two dresses, but the main dress, the one she's going to wear in Windsor. Right. And I'm most excited to see what military uniform Harry will wear. Yeah, I'm with your mom. Yeah, I know you yeah, are. Yeah, I'm totally with I, your mom. I, I, my, I, yes, I want to see the dress, but a more, I I love a dress uniform. A military well, they, dress I, I absolutely love a man is, in a uniform. And, and the, dress. In the dress. dress the yes. dress uniform, and it, it's so fancy, yes. and the ropes, and the braid, and the belts, and the buttons, and... You know, I just imagine just, uh, I don't know. And then they, he probably will get into a, a tuxedo for the shindig. Oh, yes. Evening. The evening thing. So anyway, I am very glad the queen has a wedding to look forward to because she's so, so, so sad. About her last about corgi. About her, her last corgi. And Meghan Markle is just thinking to herself, I'm so glad I met the corgi, because the when she met the corgi and the two dorgies, the three of the five dogs that are left, 
They did not bark at her. These well, are barkers. Is, oh, I know they are barkers. I don't know if this is Buckingham Palace spin that they let us know this, but I just 100% believe some people do have that effect on dogs. Like they can instantly tell a good person. You know, mm-hmm. like a, yeah, a person yeah, who genuinely it. likes animals. Like I can be a bit of a faker with animals, and so oh, they might <laughs> oh, they might bark at me and oh, and realize Lori. I'm insincere in my really? in dog your, wishes. Yes, so, you you want like that corgi would bark at me. Oh, corgis bark at everybody. They did not bark at Megan That's, Markle. I find that shocking. I'm going to ask my farmer Inc. She has a corgi. Okay, Henry. There are that s- dog barks, and I'll be curious if there's anyone it doesn't bark at. I, I bet there's one person in her. I know they are. And yeah. so that was the story that yep. came out from several different outlets. And it had to have come from Harry that he couldn't believe it, that he, it was another thing he found amazing about amazing her. About oh, her. This, you the, just, the, you the, could never The day stop. they had tea, <laughs> the day <laughs> she met <laughs> Queen Elizabeth, oh the Gorgies didn't bark. Well, can you imagine how you, nervous you'd flip and be to meet oh, well, at the least, queen? Okay, so here's what as I'm the, already thinking. Yeah. As a woman who was always nervous about to meeting meet the people, parents. Well, and meet the dog. Because yeah. they were always crotch level. Yes. Corgis are ankle level, so that's yes. much safer. So you never have to worry about that. About the embarrassment yes. of like, oh, the dog that just puts their nose right in your cooch, and you're like, oh my god, <laughs> I'm clean today. Or I'm not oh, having yeah. my, my period. period. <laughs> no, it would just be like constant. You're like, oh, oh, help me, yeah, help me, help me. So anyway, so how did we get on that story? Jeez. But Willow you. was put to sleep. She had cancer. Oh, and it does and feel. I love Willow. Isn't that a cute? So it anyway, is. but uh, the first dog was named Dookie. Dookie. So that, that was a popular sh- name in 1933, I, and well, Green Day used it all those years later. And my grandpa was Duke. <laughs> no, Dookie. Oh, Dookie. 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 Yes. Okay, um, we know where the honeymoon is going to be. All right, Julia? where is it going to be? It is going to be the hardest. It's the place oh, Angelina God, and Brad had. Uh, oh, Zimbabwe. No, no, so what? No, no, that's <laughs> combining just, them. Wait, up a she, country. no, I know yeah, she did. I, yeah, that's a good Zambia. one. It's Namibia. Yes, Namibia and Zimbabwe together. It's Zimbabwe. Okay, but it's in Namibia. N. It's yeah. Namibia. 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 Look Namibia. at Lori. She, she only repeated it right, Donnie, because right. you had just said it. Yeah, I was like, looking at you. Because I, I, I would have called it Namibia. Of course, something. Namibia feels better when it comes off your lips because, with, that other, with the other it, consonants. And also because of the of uh, the word Nubian. You know? Oh, of course. What yeah. the hell does that, that mean? have anything to do with it's anything. What does Nubian but even mean? Nubian is, uh, don't even let us go into the whole but, explanation, but like uh, people, there's uh, the <laughs> one lady who wore the, it's black, black more, you know, the jewelry, who was the royal lady who was wearing, remember oh, she yes. came to the party? Yes, the lady, uh, yes. Anyway, we're getting off track. We're getting off track. Where but that's where they're going. that one from? They're going to Namibia. Yes. <laughs> They're going to a place called Honeb Valley Camp. It's a remote and wild location. It's a luxury camp. It's $1,300 a night. You're surrounded by mountains, sand dunes, and huge expanses of the desert. Okay, so basically they're, they're gonna not going to have any... Yeah, they are, but they're not going to have anyone with a long enough lens camera to That's get right. pictures of them. They're That's going right. to the most remote place that yes. they can find that has some luxury yes, and they associated will be, with it. They will go and see the... Um, Free-range black rhinos that are uh, zipping around, and is one as always one to but see. But here's what they're going to be in, Julia. They are going to be in a very uh, beautiful, beautiful king and a half 
size canopy bed mm. raised. Yummy. Mm. But okay. with mosquito netting. With mosquito netting, maybe even a little ladder. And I would like, and they're so far up in the trees, it's like a, a police system to bring gonna, food. The, the, the no one butler, even comes what do they to the call door. That thing, the a dumbwaiter dumb type of a th- Here's situation. me, the dead butler. Yeah. <laughs> dumbwaiter, I knew dead you'd get it. Butler. Yeah. Why knew she'd get it? Yeah. I couldn't think of it yeah, exactly. The dead butler. <laughs> the dead butler known as the dead dumb dumbwaiter. Dumb waiter. <laughs> 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 she shakes a wand, half a dozen of the other. Wait. But I'll bet you. I'll bet you. the blank show today. Okay, I'll bet you anything after they get done with their. Namibia vacation <laughs> honeymoon. Yeah. I'll bet you anything they go to the Seychelles or luxurious. they'll go to a beach. Oh, yeah. They'll go to a beach because you can only handle I mosquito netting. I had for a so three long. week vacation for my first wedding. I am not royal. I expect. I feel like you, you, you always my, tell me in your past life you were royal and you were the mother of eight boys or Judah, something. I, I mean, pro, I mean, yes, I probably was. That's probably you where I've had my champagne taste from. But I'm just saying he could take a three and a half week honeymoon. Absolutely. He is a hardworking royal and he should give his bride wildlife I don't and know rugged that, life and then go and have a beautiful beach. I bet they go after beach. the Invictus Games, though, because that's... No, com- that's not until September. Well, Lori, See? it's a lot to coordinate. No, it isn't. Okay. You just simply have your clear the royal calendar <laughs> with one swipe of the quill. Oh, gosh. The with quill? What? Oh, sure. <laughs> what is this, the 16th century? Pretty much. <laughs> but, you know, it is, it's just a formality. Lori just, just like clear that. it. Clear Wouldn't it. that be fun to write with a quill? Yeah, no, it would make I your kinda, fingers like, very... Dipping in the... I would be a dictator to someone. I mean, I would, like, say... You, you could, could sign your autograph. Yes, I'd take it. No, I'd have to have one of those... Take a letter. No, the, the wax with your oh, ring. The, oh, with the stamp? Yeah, with the with ring. With the formal... Oh, Lori? Oh, oh the Lord. seal, I believe. Okay, uh-huh. you know what, Megan... One of the things she had to learn for the first uh, meeting, meal, with the qu- no, yeah. the first meal was how to hold a teacup. Well, th- yes. How do you properly hold a teacup? Is it the pinky out? Yes, you got to have mm-hmm. your finger out, and yep. don't forget to always pass the salt and pepper together. Oh well, that's a common well, into the right. I know, but you know, we they don't they just go over everything. Apparently, they went over manners well, you A would, to Z. You would have to go. You would because they have different ones. And then while you're doing all that, you have to curtsy to everybody and their mother. Yes, and decipher. You know, when you, no one is getting you anything for the blister on your foot from marching up and down <laughs> somewhere, and you keep asking for a band aid, and 